0: How's everybody doing? Good. How's my hair looking? <laughs> looking good, St. Barbara, huh? Uh, Heather and I miss you guys whenever we're not here. We uh, are just thankful to get to be a part of what God's doing here. We, uh, we just have a lot going and we are thankful that we get to draw on the anointings of God that are on this house and on this body of believers and, and we're, we're listening, we're believing, we're learning, we're growing right along with you and Pastor Justin and Nick, can we give them a hand clap? Don't they do such a good job? We love them and just great leaders. Uh, of course, Dr. Savell, Miss Carolyn, how precious are they? We're so thankful for their faithfulness and just their commitment to the kingdom of God. Uh, The past few days, I guess, uh, I talked to Pastor Saturday, I was was competing at a a deal in Las Vegas, Saturday morning, Saturday night, then I got up about 2.30 Sunday morning and flew back to be at the high school rodeo and for church in Hamilton, Texas, and then I flew to Denver that night, Uh, I was negative 13 when I got there. (laughs) Slept for a couple hours, did a leadership uh, teaching uh, that morning and then flew back and uh, Monday night and did church in Weatherford yesterday and we're here today and Heather will be ministering at a women's conference in Liberty Hill tomorrow um, and then I'll be in Kansas on Friday and then I'll come back and we will both be going to Oklahoma to start a revival um, there and we both get to minister at that Sunday morning, Sunday night, Monday back to preach in Weatherford Tuesday and we'll be here to support and to draw and learn and soak and refill on Wednesday. Uh, but I'm excited about what God is speaking to the body of Christ around the world, and I'm I'm thankful that we're connected. Uh, like I said, to uh, Pastor Justin, Dr. Savell, just the whole team. You know, in October, uh, just with my assignment, you know, with um, same same deal. And I think it's just because of our covenant connections with Dr. Savell and stuff. The Lord starts talking to me about my assignment for the upcoming year. But I kept hearing these words: Are, are you ready to go tonight? Are you ready to grow tonight? Are we ready to hear from the heart of God? I kept hearing these words, immerse and emerge. Say it, immerse and, and, emerge. Emerge. and emerge. So I just began to study, all right, what is, what is immerse and what is emerge? And, and he was saying, I, I want you to immerse yourself in what I'm fixing to say because the life of God in you is going to begin to emerge. The favor is going to emerge. Answers are going to emerge. Winning is going to emerge. Wealth is going to emerge. What God has placed on the inside of us will emerge as we immerse ourselves in what God is saying. And then that same week is when Dr. Savell came out with the word, what God is talking to him about. That it is our time to progress and advance and to walk in promotion, and to have our highest expectations fulfilled, and to stay focused on the promises of God, and to stay in faith, and to not allow distractions to to distract us from what is going on. Um, Well, don't allow things in the world to distract us. So, immerse, listen, listen to this. The definition of immerse means to submerge, plunge, dip. Involve oneself deeply in a particular activity Absorb, engross, occupy, and soak. Say it immerse, immerse. and emerge. Immerse, immerse to occupy ourselves with what God is saying. To submerge ourselves in what God is saying. To engross ourselves in what God is saying. Now, the opposite, the anonyms for immerse means bored. Now, this describes what the enemy wants you and I to do. Bored, disinterested, idle, inactive, unoccupied, ignorant, neglectful, and negligent. Remember in Luke 22, verse 31 and 32, the Lord said, Simon, Simon, indeed Satan has asked for you that he may sift you as wheat, but I have prayed for you that your faith should not fail. And when you have returned to me, strengthen your brethren. And and we've learned in the Greek that what that means, that your faith would not fail, is that your faith would not be reduced to inactivity. So when God was saying, I want you to immerse yourself in the word, the enemy wants the opposite for us to be inactive. Say, not me. me. Now, the definition of emerge, listen to this, to move out or away from something and come into view. (laughs) To move out. Or away from something and come into view. So, as we immerse ourselves in what God is saying, we're gonna move from where we were and we're gonna move in to who we're called and created to be to move out from one place, to move in to progression, to move in to advancement, to move in to promotion, to emerge. To move out or away from something, to come into view, it means to become apparent. It means important, prominent, to become known, recover from or survive a difficult or demanding situation, to break out from an egg or a cocoon. It means to appear, to arrive, come up or crop up. Immerse ourselves in what God is saying and we will immerse one of the one of the synonyms is arrive we we will we will begin to arrive we will appear we will be the light shining in darkness we will be the head and not the tail we will be above only and not beneath as we immerse ourselves in what god is saying the life of god is emerging in this body the healing of god is emerging in this body we begin to see progression emerge see it has to emerge from the inside before we experience it on the outside but as we immerse we will emerge 1 timothy chapter 4 verse 15 and 16 in the message translation it says cultivate these things now when you look at the word cultivate it means to develop it not only means to prepare the ground but it means to develop the skills that are in you to cultivate cultivate these things immerse yourself in them and the people will all see you mature right before their eyes keep a firm grasp on both your character and your teaching Don't be diverted. Both you and those who hear you will experience salvation. Both you and those who hear you will experience salvation. Salvation meaning soundness and wholeness and completeness and provision. You and those who hear you will experience, will experience, not not experience, I will experience progression. I will experience advancement. I will experience promotion. I will experience my highest expectation fulfilled. I will say it. I will. First Timothy chapter four, verse 15, 14 and 15. He says, do not neglect the gift that is in you, which was given to you by prophecy with the laying with the laying on of the hands of the eldership. Meditate on these things. Give yourself entirely to them that your progress may be evident to all. Now listen to the definition of progress. So, so say it with me. Progress. progress. Advancement, advancement. Promotion. promotion. Progress, progress. Advancement. advancement. Promotion. promotion. The definition of prog- progression, the act of progression The act of progressing forward or onward movement, advancement, breakthrough, betterment, boost, development, furtherance, growth, headway, improvement, promotion. The act of moving forward. Remember what James tells us that those who hear the word of God and do the word of God were blessed in our doings. We're blessed in our life, blessed meaning to empower, to prosper, empower, to move forward. And God is saying, this is the new season that you're in. You are progressing forward and onward movement. What does that look like spiritually for you? What does that look like financially? What does that look like relationally? What does that look like in your calling and assignment, advancement, breakthrough, betterment, boost, development, furtherance, growth, headway, improvement, promotion? Say it, promotion the definition of advancement now if you're taking notes you'll have to go back and <laughs> listen to this but stay with me here advancement the act or process of moving forward promotion and rank or standing growth improvement notice a lot of these words are the same growth improvement upgrading progress betterment elevation gain headway preference rise March progression Say it, progression, progression, advancement, advancement, promotion. Promotion, Advancement and rake or position. Some of the words for promotion. Betterment, boost, breakthrough, buildup, elevation, encouragement, exaltation, furtherance, honor, go ahead, improvement. Go ahead. God is saying, I want my family to go ahead. I want you to go ahead and be who you're called and created to be. I want you to go ahead and progress into the land you're called to. I want you to go ahead and advance and be everything you're called and created to be. I want you to go ahead and position yourself under the mighty hand of God so in due time he exalts us go ahead and be the healed of the Lord go ahead and be the blessed of God go ahead and operate in all the gifts of the spirit go ahead and walk in all your dominion and authority go ahead go ahead and be who we're created to be go ahead and push back every every power of darkness go ahead we got to get some go ahead in us and on us and about us look at your neighbor and say go ahead go ahead go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Woo! You see my hair standing up right there, yeah. First <laughs> uh, Corinthians chapter two verses nine through ten. But on the contrary, as the scripture says, what I has not seen, ear has not heard, and has not entered into the heart of man all that God has prepared, made, and keeps ready for those who love him. Is that us? Who hold him in affectionate reverence, promptly obeying him and gratefully recognizing the benefits he has bestowed. You know, it's a benefit to be cleansed by the blood. It's a benefit to be in the family of God. It is a benefit to know God as healer and deliverer and provider and director. There's a lot of benefits. And he goes on to say, yet to us, say to me. God has unveiled and revealed them by and through his spirit for the Holy Spirit searches diligently, exploring and examining everything, even sounding the profound and bottomless things of God, the divine counsels and things hidden and beyond man's scrutiny. God has given us the Spirit of God and the Holy Spirit is showing us how to stay focused. He is showing us how not to get distracted. He is showing us how to progress, how to advance, how to walk in prayer. He has shown us how to expect on a different level so He can do na- new things in our life. I- Isaiah 48, 17 says, He's the one that teaches us to profit. Yes. Say it, progression. progression. Advancement promotion, promotion. My, highest my highest expectations fulfilled. That's the season we're in. That's, right. Amen. that's the season that we're in. Amen. And there's a grace for every season. There's an empowerment for us to make progress. There's an empowerment for us to get better. What does that look like for you? There's a, an empowerment for us To go ahead. There's an empowerment. And the Holy Spirit is revealing this to us. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verses 1. It says, to everything there is a season and a time for every matter or purpose under heaven. To everything there's a season. There's a season to make progress and it's now. There's a season to walk in advancement and it's now there's a season to walk in promotion. And when is it? It is now there's a season of our highest expectations being fulfilled. And it is, it is now it says to everything, there's a season, a time for every matter or purpose under heaven season, time, purpose, purpose. Acts 17, verse 26, it says, David served his generation and fulfilled his purpose fully. Esther, Esther chapter 4, it says that she was born for such a time as this. Say it, time. Time. Seasons. Seasons. Time, seasons. For every purpose. In heaven, we this is, this is where we're at. God is, is echoing through the offices of ministry. Immerse yourself in what I am saying, and it will emerge. It is time for my body to make progress. It is time for my body to advance. It is time for our highest expectations to be fulfilled. Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 through 3. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth and the earth was without form and void and darkness was on the face of the deep and the spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, let there be light and there was light. Now, one of the meanings of the word light comes from a Hebrew word ORE and it means order. So, so let, let, let's listen to what God is saying. He's identifying the times that we live in. He's identifying the seasons that we live in. And at this time, the Spirit of God was hovering over the chaos, hovering over the void, hovering over the disorder. And he said, order be, light be, and order was. So whatever area has been chaotic, whatever area has been void, whatever area there has been a darkness over, we're in a new season and God is saying, order be. This is the season you're in and God sent his word to bring order to the chaos. Genesis chapter one, verse 14. Then God said, let there be lights in the firmament of the heavens to divide the day from the night and let them be for signs And seasons and for days and years. So times, seasons... God's word brings order in the season we're in if we have the right behavior. God's word saying now is the time for progression. Now is the time for advancement. Now is the time for promotion. Now is the highest expectations being fulfilled. He sent that word in this season to bring order. But it takes the right behavior in the season To experience it. Yes, sir. The right behavior in the season. See, we don't just believe things into our life, we behave things into our life. Because when I believe something, I'm gonna behave a certain way. We don't just believe things into our life. We behave things into our life. If I believe that God is for me, I'm going to behave differently. If I believe that He's my healer, I'm going to behave differently. If I believe He's my provider, I'm going to behave differently. So if I believe I'm progressing, if I believe I'm advancing, if I believe God is promoting me, I'm going to behave like I'm progressing, advancing, and promoting. And I'm going to expect. I'm going to expect new thoughts. I'm going to expect new dreams. I'm going to expect new visions. I'm going to expect new strength. I'm going to expect new provision. I am going to expect. But it takes the right behavior in the season. See, I didn't see any of you get out of your car and walk up here in your swimsuit. That would be the wrong behavior for this season. We're not going to get together in July and be in fur coats. Wrong behavior for the season. Now you can keep reading in Ecclesiastes and he talks about there's a time for this and a time for that and a time for this and a time for that and a time for this. What was he saying? There's a right behavior for every season. See, all a season does is present itself, but it doesn't make us do what we're supposed to do. But in order for us to make the most out of this season, it's going to take the right behavior. I don't want to get caught cleaning my gun when it's wartime. Hold on there, enemy. Can you, can you hang on just a second? All right, come on. Wrong behavior in the season. <laughs> How about, how, we, we've all seen American Idol, and this just makes me laugh when I think about the right behavior in the season, because here these people are, I mean, they, they they stay out there for days, and they're in this line, and they have this season that's presented to them, this opportunity that's presented to them, and they get up there, and they're saying, this is my time, this is my season, and they open their mouth, and light up my And it's horrific, just like your faces are expressing to me. See, thank you, pastor. Thank you. He's such an encourager. He was saying, that's good that you never do that again, please. But see, they didn't have the right behavior in the preparation season. So when the opportunity presented itself, they didn't maximize the opportunity. God presents seasons to us, and he's saying, listen, listen to what I'm saying. It's the season to progress, but it's going to take the right behavior. It's the season to advance, but it's going to take the right behavior. It's the season for promotion, but it's going to take the right behavior. The season is given by God to bring order to our life, but it's not just the season in itself. It's what we do in the season. So when he's saying, okay, it's time for you to elevate, it's time for you to get better, it's time for promotion, it's time for you to go ahead. Well, if I believe that, then there's going to be a behavior That's right. that backs up my belief. Farmers are, are excellent at identifying the seasons. I remember as a little boy, I would, I would ride on the tractor... I mean, we still hoed cotton whenever I was a little boy, you know, and all my aunts and uncles, they'd get mad at me because I was, I mean, five, six years old and I'd get out there with my little hole, you know, but I'd get behind the seat of my tractor of my paw and the vibration, and you know, it would put me to sleep and they'd all get mad. But I remember as a little boy having the right behavior in the season in wintertime, he wasn't out there watering. In the wintertime, he wasn't out there spraying. He wasn't out there planting. You know what he was doing in wintertime? I remember taking the taking the blades off of the, the disc and the plows and everything, and they would sharpen them in the wintertime because that was the right behavior. And I remember cleaning out the planters where it had all the different types of seeds and stuff because that was the right behavior for that season. But when spring rolled around, they had different behavior because they did what they needed to do in the preparation season. So when the next season presented itself, they could have the right behavior and make the most out of the season. Our season, God is saying the behavior is to stay in faith. The behavior is to stay focused. The behavior is to not get distracted. He's saying this season is a time to progress, a time to advance, a time for promotion, a time for our highest expectation fulfilled season, but we must have the right behavior in the season. To make the most of the opportunity. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 16 in the Amplified. Making the very most of the time. Buying up each opportunity because the days are evil. Making the very most of the time. Buying up each opportunity because the days are evil. Making the very most of the time. So God is, is saying this is the season that you're in. Progression, advancement, promotion. But it's what I do with my time that sets me up to maximize the opportunities that are coming because they're coming God is no respecter of person. They're coming. The question is will we be ready to maximize the opportunity When it's presented to us or will we be like the American idol people that don't use the preparation time to get ready? so an opportunity presents They can maximize the opportunity. What we do with our time determines who we become, where we go, and what we do. Time is the currency of life. What are you doing with your time? Developing your gift, your calling. We're shouting and declaring, God's promoting me and advancing me, and I'm moving forward, and things are getting better. Well, what are you doing uh, with what you have? See, God is not asking us to do something with something we don't have. He's asking us to do something with what we do have. See, significance is I'm going to use whatever I have wherever I am every single day. And I use my gift wherever I am every single day. I'm going to look up and I'm going to be ready. I'm going to look up and I'm going to make the most of the opportunity. I'm going to look up and I'm going to be walking in my purpose, not because I'm waiting for it to come, but we live day in and day out, putting first things first day in and day out. We're thinking like advancement. We're thinking like progression. We're thinking that we're being promoted. We're thinking about what we're expecting. God, we're thinking we're having the right behavior in the season. You know, I, I I enjoy just tracking David because he wasn't a perfect man, but he was a man after the heart of God, and he was not some panty-waist Christian. I mean, he was a warrior. I mean, he was... Ugh! But you can look at the seasons that was in his life, and you can look at his behavior, and then you can look maybe at Solomon's life, and you see the different seasons in his life, and and the behavior because Solomon got off at the end of his life but David didn't even though he made mistakes he still fulfilled all the will of God you 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 think in the beginning the season he was tending his dad's sheep that was a season he had the behavior of being faithful Then the prophet Samuel came and anointed him as king, but he wasn't quite ready to be the king. So the next season, he not only had one job, he had two jobs. And he was taking care of his father's sheep and he was serving King Saul in the palace. See, God speaks to us from our future. God speaks to us from our potential. He speaks to us from the way that he sees us. He had already anointed David as king, but David wasn't quite ready yet. So there was preparation, right behavior in the season that he was in. And so he was faithful to his dad. He was faithful to King Saul. But then the next season he stepped in and he started to become a warrior. And in this this season, the behavior, he took down Goliath. And because of the behavior he had in this season, it brought him fame and it promoted him and it caused him to advance. And they started singing songs, you know, Saul killed his thousands, but David killed his tens of thousands. And, and it, what he did in this season, it caused him to be famous, but it caused Saul to be jealous. And then because of that, it pushed him into another season, those seasons that we really don't like. And he started to become a fugitive. And he was running here and he was running there, but he still had the right behavior in the season that was very difficult. See, as you track David, he just didn't go from season to season. He grew from season to season. It's not good to just go to the next thing. We've got to have the mindset, I'm going to grow into the next thing. Because the way I leave one season is the way I'm going to enter the next season. And when you grow into the next season, God is the one that promotes you. When God promotes you, no devil in hell or religious person can stop you from being who God's called and created you to be. And so here you have David. He's on the run. And you find him in 1 Samuel 22 in the cave of Adullam. And David, therefore, verses 1 and 2, David, therefore, departed from there and escaped to the cave of Adullam. And so when his brothers and all his father's house heard it, they went down there to him. And everyone who was in distress and everyone who was in debt and everyone who was discontented gathered to him. And so he became captain over them. And there was about 400 men with him. Now, notice the season that he's in, and he is being faithful with this season and being the ruler over the 400 men. Now, this whole time, he kept honoring God's anointed and God's chosen. He kept covering the authority that was in his life. But out in battle, King Saul lost his life, and the season shifted. Now, now remember, whenever he was on the run, it didn't look like he was going to be king, even though he was anointed to be king. While he was out there tending the sheep, it did not look like he was king, but he was still anointed to be king. And just because God has spoken something over your life does not mean it will come to pass if you don't have the right behavior in the season that you're in. Because remember, a season just presents itself, but it's up to us what behavior. Am I going to have the behavior of faith? Am I going to have the thoughts of faith? Am I going to have the attitude of faith? Am I going to have the actions of faith? Because this is a season we're in. But what does the behavior look like? If I truly believe I'm progressing, I truly believe I'm advancing. I'm truly believing that God is promoting me. The season, but the right behavior in the season. So when the, the season shifted, listen to this. First Chronicles chapter 12, verse 23, 32, 38. I want to read a few scriptures here. It says, "Now these were the numbers of the divisions that were equipped for war and came to David at Hebron to turn over the kingdom of Saul to him according to the word of the Lord." Now remember, he wasn't moved by what it looked like in the natural. He didn't allow what it appeared like in the natural to talk him out of his development, to talk him out of his growth. He made the most of the season he was in because he knew what God had said. But remember, he wanted to grow into it, not just go into it. And he goes on in verse 32, listen to this, and the sons of Issachar who had understanding of the times to know what Israel ought to do. Their chiefs were 200 and all their brethren were at their command. Notice they had understanding of the times and what they ought to do. Not what they just could do, but what they should do. There's a lot of things we could do, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's what we should do. And they go on, verse 38... And it says, and all these men of war who could keep ranks came to Hebron with a loyal heart to make David king over Israel. And all the rest of Israel were of one mind to make David king. I I added this up and you can do do it in your own time. 340,600 soldiers showed up when the, the season shifted. Now... God already had this ordained, these men that were designed and wired to come alongside David to help him fulfill his assignment. But it didn't manifest until he recognized this is my season to tend my dad's sheep and he was faithful. And then he recognized not only am I tending my dad's sheep, but now I've got another job of I'm going to minister music to King Saul. And in the next season, I recognize that I'm a warrior in this season. And so I'm going to have the right behavior in the season. And then he recognized why he was running, I have a different behavior in this season. But I'm going to keep my words honorable and I'm going to keep my thoughts honorable. And things aren't looking the way God said they were. God, did you miss it? What What is going on? No, no, he didn't go there. He stayed focused on the promise of God. And then all of a sudden, the seasons shift. (laughs) 340,600 soldiers. That is a lot of men. Show up in David's life. Now, listen listen to this. We're we're talking about seasons. Say it, seasons. And behavior. behavior. Listen to this. I found this uh, poem, and it's called Spring. Or... I don't know if it's a poem or it's a writing, whatever it is. Following the turbulence of winter comes the season of activity and opportunity called springtime. It is the season for entering the fertile fields of life with seed, knowledge, commitment, and a determined effort. It is not a time to linger nor to ponder the possibility of failure. Foolish is the one who would allow springtime to pass while dwelling upon the memory of the successful crop of last fall or the failure to reap last fall in spite of the massive efforts of last spring. It is a natural characteristic of springtime to present itself ever so briefly or to lull us into inactivity with its bounteous beauty. Do not pause too long to soak in the aroma of the blossoming flowers, lest you awaken to find springtime gone with your seeds still in your sack. Spring does not care if you sow or sleep, nor does it care if you plant abundantly or meagerly. It does not care if you plant the fertile kernel of wheat or the useless weed seeds. Neither spring, the soil, sun, nor elements care if you plant at all, as it merely presents itself as a time to take advantage. Springtime will not admonish you to plant, nor will it warn you of the consequences of not planting. For the tiller of the soil, springtime is without emotion." It was God who gave you the wisdom to rise from your comfortable chair and enter the fields at the right season. See, we're all wanting to grow a successful crop. Wanting to grow a a healthy family, a career, a business. Whatever it is, Paul told Timothy, be instant in season and out of season. What was he saying? He was saying, Timothy, I... I I need you to have the right thinking pattern in this season because your thinking is going to affect the way you believe, and the way you believe is going to affect what you expect, and what you expect is going to affect your attitude, and your attitudes are going to affect your words, and your words are going to affect your decisions, and your decisions are going to affect your habits, and your habits are going to affect your character, and your character is going to affect your destiny. Be instant in season and out of season. Timothy, be aware of the season you're in. Church, be aware of the season we're in and let's have the right behavior for the season that we're in because God is saying the season is presenting itself to you. It's a season of progress. It's a season of advancement. It's a season of promotion. But it, he says it's presenting itself but you can sit here and do nothing. It's not going to come and get in your pocket and make you get the seed out of your pocket and put it into the ground. You can say "Oh, praise the Lord that is so great and never do anything and the season comes and the season goes mm. Mm. so when God is saying this is the season and we know it's going to intensify and it's going to get better all the way until Jesus comes back but I don't, I don't want to wait I, when I say wait I, I don't want to be behind where I'm supposed to be so, so when I say, "What does advancement look like to you?" Remember, Proverbs twenty nine eighteen says, "Where there's no vision, people perish." We got to start seeing from our spirit, man. What does what advancement look like? What does betterment look like? What does go ahead look like? What does improvement look like? Not with my eyeballs, because remember, in the seasons, David, it didn't look like he was king. It didn't look like he was a winner. It didn't look like he was God's man. It didn't. Look, it might not look like things are happening, but God's word never returns void. But we've got to get a hold of it with our heart. What does it look like for promotion? What does it look like for pride What does it look like? Like for me to get better. And then reel it back in. Okay, God, what are you wanting me to do today? To accomplish what you said, the season I'm in, just just like the farmer. The season is not saying, okay, Vic, five o'clock. Come on, boy. Come on, come on. The season just presents itself. Right behavior in the season. That we're in Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19. I I was thinking about this because, you know, God will let you do nothing. God will let you sit on your backside. God will let you quit. God will let you throw in the towel. God will let you suck your thumb. God will let you pull your ear. God will let you wham, wham, wham. And the season comes and the season goes. And as a good dad, we want our kids to make the most of the season that they're in. Yes. Amen. He is a good father and he wants us to advance as great as we can advance. He wants us to make progress. He wants to walk in promotion. He wants our highest expectation fulfilled. Remember the season and his word light be order be what God is saying brings order to our life. If we have the right behavior in this season, season, word, order, you know, seasons and order came before the curse They were given before the fall of man to bring beauty to our life. Season, word, order. So whatever area of our lives have been out of order, the Holy Spirit is hovering over that place of darkness and he's saying progression, order, advancement, order, promotion, order. Order, Highest expectation fulfilled. Order. We bring it from the unseen into the seen when we have the right behavior in this season. Remember Psalms 23 and I'm getting ready to be done. Is everybody doing okay? Psalms 23 verse 4. He says, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Season. He says the right behavior is. Is I will fear no evil. Yes. Jesus tells us in John sixteen thirty three, In the world you will have trials and tribulation season. Right behavior, be of good cheer for I've overcome the world and I've deprived it of power to harm you. He did not intend for that season for us to live in the valley of the shadow of death. He intended for us to have the right behavior to follow the shepherd right through the valley with no fear. He intended for us to have the behavior of I'm gonna set right up in the table of opportunity in the presence of my enemies and I'm gonna grow from this season and then I'm gonna go go into the next season of victory. Season... The right behavior. Holy Spirit, show us what is the right behavior in this season. Show us what what you're doing over this area of chaos of my life and you're speaking progression, you're speaking advancement, you're speaking promotion to bring order to my life because you have a good plan for me and I'm, it's going to get better and better and better and I'm going to improve and I'm going to excel and I'm going to elevate and I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to be everything I'm called and created to be. All for the glory of God. So he identifies the season and then he gives us the behavior. Matthew chapter 16 verses one through three and the Pharisees and the Sadducees came and testing him asked that he would show them a sign from heaven. And he answered and said to them, "When, when it is evening, you say it will be fair weather for the sky is red. And in the morning, it will be foul weather today for the sky is red and threatening hypocrites. You know how to discern the face of the sky, but you cannot discern the signs of the time. So he's talking to the Religious people, and he's saying, "Okay, you can figure out the signs out here." He says, "But I, I need you to discern what is happening upon the earth, church. God is wanting us to discern what is happening, knowing what we should do, knowing the times and season. Is not knowing the headlines. It's not knowing the tweets. It's not knowing what's trending. It's knowing what's forming. It's knowing what's shaping us. Is it the word or is it the world? Are we having the right behavior? Are we staying focused on the?" promises of God. Are we expecting to make progress? Are we expecting to come in here and advance in our worship and advance in our giving? Are we expecting promotion? Are we expecting signs and wonders and miracles? Are we having the right behavior in this season when our feet hit the floor that every devil in hell begins to tremble because they, the, the body of Christ is rising being who we're called and created to be? Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8, it says, For you were once darkness, but you now are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light, order. Matthew five fourteen and 16, he says, You are the light of the world, order of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light or order to all who are in the house Let your order so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father in heaven. So God is saying, this is the season. But remember, the season doesn't bring the victory in itself. It just presents itself. It's the behavior we have in the season that brings the reality of the progress, the reality of the advancement, the reality of the promotion. I'm asking the Holy Spirit to show each of us what, it, what are the behaviors of faith that we need to have in this season to experience all that this season is presented into our life, designed by God to bring beauty, to bring order, to bring promotion, to bring advancement, to bring progression. Season. Behavior. Season. Behavior. Father, I love you so much. And I ask, that you show each of us. What what does the behavior of faith look like in this season? What is the thinking pattern of faith? look like in this season, our expectations, help us, help us advance in our expectation, help us make progress in our, our worship, our praise, our giving, our, our, our words, help us move forward. Father, I'm asking that you bring order to every area of chaos in our life, that this is a, a, a a house of order. This is a house of light. This is a house of power that when they think of heritage of faith, they think of progress and advancement and promotion and and the favor of God and the victory of God and things getting better and and eyes being restored and ears being opened and and insides being recreated and limbs being recreated. Uh, A church of expectation where God dwells, where God lives, where there's a manifestation of your goodness all for your glory. Father, I declare order. Order in enzymes. Order in white and red blood cells. I declare order in lymph nodes. I declare orders in eyesight. I declare order even in tongue. I curse cancerous cells in the tongue in the name of Jesus. And I declare order. I declare the, the things that are out of order to come into order in that, in that heart right now. Order in the heart right now. Order. Order. Cancer cells, I I curse you. And I command order to come into that vocal cord, into that throat area. I declare order. Order in eyesight, right now in Jesus' name, order. Order. Order in nasal cavities, right now in the name of Jesus. Order. Order. If that's you, if those are symptoms that are on, that you've had on your body, when I say order, I want you to take it. I want you to receive it. Order in that nasal passage right now in Jesus' name. Order. Say it. Order. Order. Kidneys. Kidneys that have been messing up, that have been out of order. Kidneys, you come into order right now. Say it. Order. 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 Livers. Livers. You come into order. Elemondo Rama Kalamandi e Shombrani, you come into order in Jesus' name. Order. Order. God, I'm asking you to order our steps. And as we step towards you, there's progression taking place in this house. There's advancement taking place in this house. There's promotion taking place. Whoever that is that you've been having a a lot of pain coming right down your jawline. Who is that? You just right, right, right down your jawline right here. I want you just to put your hand. Put your hand there. Put your hand there. There it is. I command order right now in the name of Jesus. Muscles, you relax, and I de- demand order to come into her jawline and into her joints. Right now in the name of Jesus, I declare order. Order. There's been been pain right underneath your your eye your eyelid. Who is that that you've been having like a pain right underneath? The lower part of your eye right there. Whoever that is, place your hand right there. You're you're getting restored right here tonight. (laughs) Say it, order. order. Father, I speak to the nerves in that eye right now. And I release your anointing that brings order. That she sees better than she's ever seen before. Not only physically, but spiritually. That order is coming into her calling and assignment and her gifts. Order, I declare, order that after this night, she her her natural eye begins to function properly the way it was created. But her spiritual eyes begin to see clearer than she's ever seen. I declare, order that the order that God is bringing in this season is is like cleaning off the smudge off your off your windshield, it's cleaning off the smudge that you're going to start to see as a body of believers, what it looks like to progress, what it looks like to advance, what it looks like to position ourselves for promotion, order. Holy Spirit, show each of us the seasons of life that we're in, that it has to deal with us specifically, and that we have the courage to have the right behavior in this season. And Father, we thank you in advance for the progress, for the advancement, for the promotion, for our highest expectation fulfilled, that we don't discount the power of seasons. We don't discount the power of your word in this season. And we take it and we receive it and we worship you in advance like we're progressing. Church, go ahead and stand to your feet. Let's let's spend some time just thanking him just for a moment what it looks like progressing. Father, I just thank you that we're progressing spiritually, relationally, financially, vocationally. We're, we're, we're progressing. We're advancing. Thank you. We thank you in advance for advancement in our family and advancement in our body and advancement in our finances. We praise you and thank you in advance for advancement in our callings and our careers and our assignment and the opportunity Advancement angels, you go. Progression angels, you go. Promotion angels, you go. And you do your job. We thank you in advance for the promotion. That doesn't come from the north, south, east, and west. But the promotion that comes from you. Father, we thank you in advance for our highest expectations being fulfilled in our family, in our bodies, in our finances, in our callings, in every area of life. We thank you and worship you and bless you and praise you because that's who we are. We are progressing. We are advancing. We are being promoted all for the glory of God. We thank you and we praise you and we bless you. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen and amen. Did you get something out of the word tonight, church? Thank you, Lord. Pastor Justin, come on, church, let's give him praise.